Startup Story Podcast. Hello, welcome all to the Startup Story Podcast. This is Animesh Shukla, co-founder of Startup Story. Today we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Tushar Kansal. Mr. Tushar Kansal is a very designated person in the startup ecosystem. Mr. Tushar Kansal is a accomplished professional with experience in multiple sectors like venture capitalist. He's been a mentor at various tier one colleges like IIT. Bombay IIT Delhi various IIMs and has expertise in financial business advisory fundraising and a lot of entrepreneurial development experience Mr Tushar have so we are most honored Mr Tushar to welcome you at startup story podcast it's a pleasure to have you on board thank you so much animesh it's my pleasure to be here today and uh... to be talking about uh, the startup funding venture capital and the entire technology oriented uh, ecosystem thank you so much animesh for having me on your podcast super super thank you so much sir so today's podcast would deal around uh, on a very very important aspect in which lot of you know uh, initial stage entrepreneurs are struggling that how to pull up things in initial stage and make our startup fundable in attract investors attract the capitalists to put their money in the company and they would be scaling ahead so mr tushar would be helping us and giving tips and you know main important uh, flow in which a particular entrepreneur should go uh, in this complete journey before moving to that uh, tushar we are very much interested to know about your uh personal roller coaster ride how how was the experience and how the initial decision you took to uh come in this industry please give a little brief about it uh thank you for your question so i will first uh, give a brief about how i came into this industry so i am an engineer mba finance from university of delhi and i did my executive education from harvard business school and all around in the financial services journey which Uh, i have been in the last 20 plus years i have seen people are uh, trying to do something new and create something new uh, disrupt the market and you know i was always attracted towards uh, finance as a subject and uh, you know having worked for uh, i handled the private equity assignments at uh, the big four consulting company deloitte and touche so you know that time i learned about the importance of documentation and uh, the importance of having the right figures by your side and then uh, i was part of the team at uh, times of india's venture arm called brand capital and invested almost 100 crores across many companies so i learned that the discipline of investing is very important and uh, you know while heading treasury at the russian telecom company mts i raised 2 and 1/2 billion dollars for the company in 3 years that's when i learned about the importance of right quality and quantity of fundraising and uh, the art of fundraising and then i was cfo with a logistics company owned by the american private equity fund guggenheim partners that's uh, when i got motivated to start investing uh, i am personally an investor in four companies and that's when i created consultancy ventures and consultancy ventures over the last 6 years uh, has grown to build relationships with almost 350 global investors 
right from india singapore hong kong dubai us uk and so on and uh, the investors are all kinds of investors family offices venture capital funds angel investors uh, hedge funds uh, private equity funds uh, and so on and uh, you know when you ask me about uh, what should a startup founder do when he is early uh, you know he's just started out then you know i would advise that uh, you know the problem uh, which you are solving for the customer that problem should be a very fundamental problem and the bigger the problem is the more chances uh, you will have to pivot your business model change it as required and uh, address the problem so you know choose the problem statement wisely you know second thing uh, you might have a, a very good technology product in your mind but what matters more is the business model behind the product how will you charge the customer uh, how will your distributor relationships get panned out what is your go to marketing what is your pricing strategy what who is your typical customer and uh, what is the market you are addressing so you know the business model behind the product is very important and i'm saying this again because 60 to 70% of the uh, startups closed down because they created a product which did not have a customer and uh, you know they were so so passionate about uh, the technology side right, maybe right. yeah so this you know you know one more thing uh establish your google presence uh, write blogs come in videos come in events um you know maybe you have a your own website you can write blogs on medium.com so somebody who searches you initially gets an idea what are you passionate about and how you want to make a change in this world and so linking yourself to a larger objective is again a part of uh, trying to solve a fundamental problem for the customer these are two sides of the same coin so uh, this is my uh, advice to the young founders uh, or right. the experienced ones dr shar jaise ki abhi you told about uh, the the problem needs to be big you know the uh, it should involve a number of people so Uh, a lot of you know there is this mindset that's going around that whatever idea we need to choose should be very unique and uh, should be very problem solving so a uh, lot of initial stage entrepreneurs or you know student entrepreneurs struggle in uh, finding their idea and how to place it in the market so uh, if you could give uh, clarity on this ki what is there is a difference when they thought of okay this is an idea product that would be working and how they should do the market research and prepare themselves to uh, make a mvp or launch their product properly so uh, see let us pick a subject which is very close to whole humanity and that is environment and global warming now right. if you want to do something in that field then you know uh, you have a chance to make a dent uh, to the problem in a variety of ways uh, so you know there is a company from iit delhi incubator 
uh, which is uh, come out uh, with a carbon sucking uh, tower it's kind right. of a smog uh, smog tower now is that approach the right approach and would that approach be scalable thirdly would that approach be uh, you know uh, uh, available for the customers at the right price and uh, who are the targeted customers is it b2b or b2c so you know that is one approach now secondly uh, pirali burning is the reason for uh, pollution in delhi now that is part of the environmental problem and right. pirali burning happens because they want to grow the next crop faster now how do you target that problem if you use uh, technology to solve the problem then what happens is that typically technology companies uh, scale very fast they grow very fast they a lot of research and development happens in technology continuously so the final product uh, gets cheaper and cheaper so it becomes right. more adaptable so uh, if you are working in that direction maybe you find a sustainable uh, alternative to pirali burning and then the third option is maybe you come out with better ways of uh, renewable technologies like uh, a battery which uh, does not purely work on lithium ion but maybe on sulfur and hydrogen and that is the approach uh, hydrogen approach which uh, reliance uh, india's largest company is taking they are creating a mammoth uh, plant in jamnagar uh, complex to make hydrogen cells so you know so you know there, there is so much to do in each area that uh, you know if you uh, dive deeper do a proper research connect with the right people uh, you know and then have a voice for yourself write blogs uh, talk in clubhouse talk on uh, webinars then you know you will connect with the right people and you will be able to find a, a you know a business model which uh, you can commit yourself to absolutely so as uh, the right people and the team came in so i would like to put a question that what are the things that are needed to be kept in mind when a entrepreneur is building his or her team a uh, team is the most important um uh, factor for any investor because see end of the day if the product is not good uh, a, a team which is good will uh, change the product and you know they will pivot the business model so uh, team quality is most important and uh, the investors are typically very wary of uh, investing in single founder companies they want a healthy mix of the team maybe some co-founders uh, some uh, cxos uh, maybe from technology product marketing customer research hr finance so you know they want a healthy mix of the team which uh, has the potential to uh, take the company forward and uh, while making a team uh, you know my advice to uh, founders who have started for the first time is that you think of owning a 40% of a billion dollar company rather than owning 90% of a 10 million dollar company so you know you give esops to people 
give them a chance also to earn money uh, give shares to co-founders because share is your only currency initially so uh, so have that kind of an approach and uh, indians are typically more uh, like you know control oriented they want to have more equity but uh, you know in the startup uh, uh, style uh, usually sharing wealth is increasing wealth absolutely it's the it's a very uh, common uh, i would say mythology that's seen that uh, we have to keep the maximum shares yeah. in our hands so that the uh, things be in our control and in that right, pursuit right. people loses the opportunity to get associated with right kind of people because right, there are right. not much deliverables to give to them so it's a very great advice that uh, mr tushar shared with us you can have a 40% equity of a billion dollar company rather than having 90% of equity of a 10 million dollar company so it's all your choice you can have more worth with less number or you can have less with more so right. it's it's amazing at that point moving forward uh let's talk about the business model so if as there are a varied range of startups each startup is having a different business model but can you give some advice that uh are needed to be kept in mind from uh investment point of view and a smooth operations point of view that anybody who is who has started their product but are you know have you know facing some difficulties in terms of finalizing our business model how should that that person should uh, actually structureize that thing a very good question animesh uh, so basically business model means uh, do you have a commission based model or maybe you are a saas company so is you you know are you selling it on monthly subscription or yearly subscription uh, then you know if your product company then your sales channels are direct sales or wholesale uh, so you know all these uh, things and uh, uh, so basically uh, in the business model um, like you know i'll give you an example it's better to give an example uh, uh you know that organic products uh, they command higher pricing as compared to uh, regular inorganic products in the beauty space because right. Uh, right. customers feel that uh, you know they are they won't be harmed by organic products and the chemicals uh, won't harm them mm-hmm. so right. so you know what happens is that the uh, big uh beauty companies in india the multinationals they sell organic products at very high pricing so right. there is a new startup which came to me they had the formulations for beauty products and uh, now you know they had to decide the pricing now right. they had to decide the business model so if you are selling your product only from your website then you know people are unable to get a premium feel of the product so getting the right pricing through the website sale is difficult so they right. opted for a retail model in which uh, in the malls their product will be shown in priority at the best locations and uh, the uh, packaging of the product they got it from taiwan uh, which was a biodegradable very nice looking packaging 
then thirdly uh, you know if they would have priced their product more than the multinationals it would not have sold because right now their brand does not have a name in the market now they could have reduced the pricing hugely so instead of selling a 500 rupee bottle they could have sold it for 100 rupees right but they but they realized that even if they sell their bottle at 300 rupees the multinational won't be able to reduce the price from 500 to 300 because what will it tell the customer that you know why we are reducing the price it means that uh, our product was cheap as compared to what they already paid so they uh, understood the strategy and uh, they kept their pricing accordingly so uh, there has to be primary and secondary customer research which uh, the company should do before deciding the business model and nowadays doing primary and secondary customer research is very easy on uh, social media you put a lot of polls people participate in the polls so you get primary data and secondary google is the mother of everything keep on searching on internet you will find all kinds of secondary market research and data right so this is the way one can fix the business model absolutely it's a great example it's a live example uh pushar shared with us and uh, i really learned from it that uh, for different sector the founding team should have that vision that to whom we are competing to and what should make our thing different so right moving ahead uh, tushar please uh, explain a lot of people you know are uh, bit confused i would say or uh, are not clear for their competitive analysis you know they are so confident that we are the unique you know the product or the service in the market and uh, still there are competitors or the other way around people got afraid to start something of their own because they think that there is someone already existing in the market so how should this thing be controlled and people should have that confidence to build uh, something if they have that in their inside them that i can build something new and uh, how to overcome the competitor analysis wala thing on that uh, see uh, if you don't deliver value to the customer even if uh, you have spent uh, multiple millions in your creating your product uh, you will fizzle out so end of the right. day the customer should get a, a lot of value but you know in our marketing terminology uh, the value which the customer gets uh, there is something called as perceived value that you know there is some actual value which the customer is getting and secondly there is the assessment of the customer as to the value he is getting so uh, in okay. when we talk about perceived value then it means uh, your product will be judged with the competition and right. uh, if you want to map yourself with the regards to the competition then uh, you should do a, a analysis uh, you know by stating what is your unique selling proposition usp 
why should a customer buy your product and not the competitor's product and uh, when it comes to india uh, you know we are a very price conscious market and right. secondly the indian customer takes a lot of time to take a buying decision so they research a lot they talk to a lot of people so right. you have to create a, a wind of your brand in the market and then have a good price point and uh, thirdly uh, you know uh, your packaging and uh, ma- you know the positioning of the product uh, you have to do it very well so if these three things uh, are in order then uh, you know you can say that your product will compete uh, very nicely uh, with the competition and uh, you know uh, a lot of brands have created such uh, good uh, uh, you know uh, pr- uh, presence in the mind of the customer that you know they create a barriers to entry so you know somebody wants to launch a maggi today it is very difficult to beat uh, the original maggi right because it is cheap it is available near your home and it is uh, it has a unique uh, taste which is liked by kids so right uh, so you know you have marketing yeah. that they are op- adopting that uh, yes they are just yes. attaching it to a quick 2 minute snack that you can have yeah, at your home yeah 2 minute so, absolutely uh, it's that is their usp yeah right right perfect it's a great thing we uh, the entrepreneur should understand as far as i understood that the value the monetized proportion that you are taking for a customer uh should be less and the value proposition that your service and product is offering to them should be more if you right. if you want to sustain in the market customers should get value in that but of course a lot of different factors are involved in it and one major factor is in which tushar also uh gave importance is marketing so tushar as we have seen a lot of uh, your appearance in various uh, webinars various talks articles so please give a bit detail uh, on this ki how entrepreneurs or the initial stage uh, enthusiasts should focus on their digital presence should come online should be uh, have a face to face and uh, how you know they should interact with things and how it would be benefiting them in turn so you know uh, nowadays uh, a large part of the population is online and uh, this has been made possible to a large extent by the entry of jio in the market so because the data rates they were 200 times of the current data rates so jio right. came in and the data rates crashed and uh, uh, secondly uh, the uh, innovation happening in smartphone sector has meant that uh, a full variety of smartphone is uh, increasingly available at lower and lower price points and uh, right. there are only now 200 million uh, people in india who use feature phones and not smartphones but uh, that is changing uh, google has tied up with jio to come out with a smartphone for the underserved and uh, all this innovation and the uh, Uh, coming of satellite internet which means that 
uh, in all the remote locations where uh, regular internet uh, tower based internet or optic fiber based internet is not present uh, they will start getting internet so a new entry of uh, entirely new entry of customer will come online so this has meant that it is imperative for you today to have a digital presence and that digital presence uh, you know uh, you does you uh, usually if you go with a lot of money then you will burn your money in google and facebook because they control the uh, internet and uh, the advertising revenue of facebook is uh, 75 billion dollars per year and google makes more than 200 300 billion dollars per year so my advice to you is don't go in by for burning money on google and facebook so there are very smart uh, strategies which are available in the market to get a digital presence and these smart uh, uh, ways uh, you know uh, they include things like content marketing okay. have have original content uh, use nano influencers and uh, the regular influencers uh, have a community based approach start some regular uh, events where uh, your customer can come in enjoy the time and then have a feel of your brand and those low cost ways of building a digital presence and uh, you uh, you know i know of a company which raised 20 million dollars from astro group malaysia and out of 20 million dollars in first 3 years they burnt 12 million dollars on google and facebook and the company okay. uh, eventually closed down so um, so my advice is Uh, be very smart on the internet hire the right professionals who know about uh, the uh, different tactics and uh, and uh, you know uh, be very you know you have to hustle it out in the market and the, in the digital market and build a brand for yourself huge learning huge learning this is i also agree with the thing that uh, the control is in the hands of these big chunks you know tech giants google and facebook because they have made us addictive to their platforms and now they are controlling the whole ecosystem so advertisement doesn't mean to just you know put out Branding. campaigns and write right. uh, start their ad campaign instagram ad campaign because now the customer is also knowing this thing ki okay this is paid they just ignore it and go to the main section so this ad category is also not that efficient if if someone analyzes this thing that uh, uh, i have gone through a report in which uh, uh, 85 is to 15% was the ratio of any random person clicking on a banner ad rest 85% just cut it down and uh, me personally also i don't uh, feel that i have was influenced by any kind of uh, advertisement that came across a website or any google ad but of course if i'm hearing a a podcast like this one or uh, a video on youtube or reading an article and i'm knowing the content 
I am getting the value out of it. That's what Mr. Tushar told. Content-based marketing, right? So you have to focus on how should we do content-based marketing with our brand, with our product, with our service, and educate our audience. So lot of uh, startup miss this thing. So Tushar, uh, education, educating your customer is also an important aspect. What do you? What are your thoughts? so my thoughts are uh, you know if i were to if i am a cfo of a company and i have to decide where to put my marketing dollars whether in promoting my brand or to uh, promote uh, the sector uh, which means educating the customer then i would uh, you know i am more of a conservative kind of uh, person so i will rather put my money in promoting my brand and uh, not uh, so much for promoting the sector because uh, that might mean uh, burning a lot of money and uh, so there are you know the egg consumption in india is low uh, so the egg association they used to come out with very amazing advertisements uh, saying that you know buy eggs buy eggs uh, but you know in my personal experience whenever i have seen startups uh, which uh, uh, you know unknowingly or knowingly uh, created a product which had a small market size uh, right. then you know they got stuck because they had to burn investor money to grow the sector which is not an ideal situation but when we are educating the customer about our product and how it is better to use then we should use so many available mediums uh you know there are rediff there is uh, social media there is a uh, clubhouse there is you know where people go and form an opinion and those people who are uh leaders uh, in the society who people look up to uh, then we need to have those kind of influencers uh, who talk about the brand and uh, i think uh, instead of spending money on advertising it is better to do pr uh, public relations and uh, do some events to educate people do a splash of those events in social media get the maximum juice out of the buck and uh, that is the way forward absolutely absolutely to the point this is how you should plan your marketing and uh, make strategies likewise because the investor also wants to know how you would be utilizing his fund so how your marketing would be would be a major factor uh, in that particular area also having a mentor a board of advisor at your end is a very important uh, i would say decision so tushar uh, many entrepreneurs nowadays don't focus much on uh, you know having some experienced person on board as a mentor or as an advisor so uh, how important it is to have a board of advisor and mentor from the initial time to support the startup uh so you know it depends are you a smart guy who wants to learn from others mistakes gain from other people's experience or you want to make all the mistakes yourself which will cost you time and money right. so ha- having experienced people can mean uh, the 
choice between closing down or growth and uh, you know having experienced set of mentors and advisors for your company uh, would uh, expedite uh, the growth of the company enable you to take better informed and uh, faster decisions uh, you know allow you to leap uh, your competition uh, in terms of uh, uh, you know uh, systemic uh, know how and uh, so you know i feel that uh, uh, those companies which make use of uh, good mentors and advisors they definitely gain a lot as compared to others who want to uh, do everything make a mistake and then learn so uh, you know we as uh, advisors and mentors we help in uh, you know uh, getting our investor connects are valued investor connects on the table for the company and uh, we create the right documentation and uh, we create the right pitch for uh, the investor so that he puts in the money and uh, you know that's why where we come in and we also help with uh, finding the right uh, uh, agencies from the market for marketing for digital marketing for hr uh, for a lot of uh, ways which we help right the base from which a startup and the founder could get benefited right okay so uh, tushar right. moving forward i would be asking a very important question that pitch deck a word is very important in terms of uh, investment and sharing your idea because it's a uh, primary document in which you can communicate with anyone so please uh, advise on how what practice practices are to be kept in mind while creating a sound pitch deck uh see uh, you know the pitch deck um, has to be crisp so not more than 15 to 18 slides okay. then the areas which it should cover according to my experience is first the problem statement then second the solution of the problem which you are bringing the product or the service or the solution third about the team the team should be very well balanced fourth market size and opportunity if you are in a uh, market which is a small sized market a lot of investors will not put money because they want Uh, the market to be big and uh, so that the company's revenues can increase a lot and fifth right, right. your product uh, you can give a demo of the product to the investor sixth business model how does your product or service make money seventh traction traction means uh what's your customer growth right now vendor growth uh, what is your revenue right now what is your operating profit then ninth competitor analysis uh, who is your competition tenth competitive advantages how are you different and better than the competition eleventh financial projections your five years in the next five years how much money you will burn and how much uh, top line and bottom line you will achieve and the cash flows and right. 12th how much money you are asking for the ask 13th use of funds how will you use those investors funds and last 14th 
the future roadmap you know what is the roadmap of your company not only in financial terms but in terms of markets customers and so on so in my my opinion these 14 uh, points should be well covered in the pitch deck and we create the pitch decks also we create business plans also and we create valuation for the company also absolutely so major points it's a great flow by mr tushar and uh, anybody who is looking forward to make a proper pitch deck can go through it and uh, if they want more detailed help you can get connected with mr tushar and consultancy ventures of course they would be uh, helping you out in in whatever way it's possible so tushar moving on i would like to know something about evaluation the startups you know the we are a 100 crores evaluation company and 200 crore evaluation company what role a so called evaluations play in terms of investing and how investor pursue that thing uh, so see uh, when you approach an investor he will always ask you about what is the business on the ground right now and when you are talking to the investor you will always tell him stories about what you will achieve in the next 5 years so right. when it comes to valuation the investor will push you towards your current status and uh, you will push him towards the future status uh, so you know even if minds don't meet on valuation there are ways and methods of uh, structuring the deal like uh, safe notes and um and debentures and preference shares and convertibles and there are a lot of ways in which the deal can be structured uh, but when it comes to valuation uh, the best way of valuing the company uh, you know there are four five ways one is a discounted cash flow which means that you create estimates uh, of financial projections for the next 5 years and then you calculate what are the free cash flows available to the business in the next 5 years then you calculate their present value of these cash flows by using the cost of capital figure and right. so that is discounted cash flow then we have market multiples so comparing your company with uh, similar companies which are listed on the stock exchange and uh, thirdly we have transaction multiples which means that uh, comparing your company uh, company's financial performance with the similar companies which got funded recently mm. and uh, fourth is net asset value which means uh, what are the assets and liabilities of the company in the balance sheet uh, these are more used for financial services and real estate companies and mm. uh, fifth is uh, uh, vc method uh, which uh, estimates the exit value of the investor 5 years or 8 years down the line and then calculates backward the current valuation of the company depending on what kind of multiple uh, you uh, you want to create for the investor so right. then there are other methods but you know broadly uh, these are the major methods mindful perfect perfect Tusha, uh, we are also need to get to know that what kind of startup 
you are interested in and what your portfolio currently and what's the sector in which you'd be looking forward in the coming times to invest in uh see i am personally an investor in four companies uh, i have invested all in technology companies uh, but my uh, company consultancy ventures we arrange investments from 350 Uh, investor relationships so we are sector agnostic and we uh, do have a bias towards technology uh, we invest uh, you know we arrange investments uh, between uh, 1.5 crore rupees to more than 5 million dollars so that is the sweet spot and uh, this ranges right from seed to pre series a to series a to series b and uh, we have done series b of uh, 12 million dollars as well in a non technology company and uh, and we create documentation also pitch deck business plan and we do valuations and uh, the total time taken for doing the documentation is between 2 to 4 weeks and the total time for arranging funding is usually between 45 days to 2 months but we sign the engagement for 3 months Perfect, perfect. So, Abhi, Tusha, how many startups are being in collaboration with consultancy venture? How many startups are you currently working with? Uh, see, I have interacted with uh, more than six thousand startups uh, since the last uh, five six years. Um, it has been a huge uh, journey, you know. And uh, right now, uh, I would be having six clients. uh and i'm uh, uh, you know already arranged fund four and a half crore funding for one beauty organic beauty client at a valuation of 25 crores and uh, the other uh, term sheets uh, are going on uh, we have closed almost 12 deals in the last one and a half years and a lot of those recommendations are available on my corporate website consultancy.com and on my linkedin you search my name tushar kansal you will find the linkedin profile and all the recommendations over there absolutely amazing it's a great uh, portfolio in which uh, tushar's venture is working on so we can of course go and check so tushar have you kept a criteria to pick a startup and invest time in it uh so you know Uh, we okay so you know uh, in our system we charge uh, money for funding and we charge for uh, documentation and then later on we also get a success fee right so okay. see you know it is the experience if i know that i'll be able to get funding for this company then only i make my success fee so it is very important to pick the right uh, startup it comes out of experience and uh, we also keep on talking to investors so we have a very fair idea as to what is the demand in the market and uh, we keep on discussing startups on a no name basis with the uh, investors and that is where uh, you know the fitment of uh, helping the right startup uh, comes and uh, but you know if there is a start startup which comes to me i find the team very promising 
then even if their product is not as good uh you know i am inclined to help them and uh, you know help them achieve a better product so that forms part of our uh, uh, efforts uh, in the ecosystem okay super super so that's a huge package from mr tushar we got in this complete podcast right from the team building to what are the things to be kept in mind the digital presence how you should approach the thing about the pitch deck so uh, it was all in all a great learning and uh, obviously indian startup ecosystem is currently booming every day major investments are taking place things are getting new shape and hopefully india would be one of the huge market in terms of uh, the startup the growth of startups and of course taking in lots of investments so it's a perfect point for you to start your own venture to start something of your own there are lots and lots of tools to get help with with that being said uh, it was really a pleasure and a great time we spent with you mr tushar and uh, we learned a lot from you and uh, would just like you to give a final uh, advice to all the coming budding entrepreneurs who wanted to start their own what should the mindset and how they should uh, come in the market thank you so much uh, nimesh uh, you know your questions were very incisive and uh, you yourself seem to have a late uh, you know very good understanding of a lot of uh, areas in the startup uh, uh, you know if you do a startup so uh, my advice to uh, you know uh, people is that there is no right time to start entrepreneurship so basically we are living in times when job security is a four letter word there is practically no job security in any market and government jobs are not there and uh, private jobs are not secure and you know in any case you are earning money for somebody else so why not do it for your own secondly the skill set required for uh, being in a top cxo kind of position in a company and managing that company the traits required are almost same to the traits required for running your own business so why utilize your skills for someone else uh, i'm not saying that a career in uh, a big company uh is a small thing uh, it has its own value and there is a way different people achieve success differently so definitely you know there is nothing wrong in that but my you know i would like to urge people to look at entrepreneurship as a long term uh, satisfying and financially remunerating uh, uh field and uh, you know in terms of funding uh there cannot be a better time than today uh, we are seeing almost 3 to 4 unicorns being born every week in india which means companies reaching a valuation of a billion dollars and this speaks volumes about uh, the startup uh, sector and the startup ecosystem and the funding options available in india and uh, to my uh, audience of outside india 
uh, we are closely networked with uh, Hong Kong, Singapore, Dubai, US and UK and we have access to global investors as well. So, you know, it would be uh, nice to uh, help you guys as well in achieving your aims. And thank you so much, Animesh, for this podcast. Uh, it was very nice and uh, very well conducted. And I look, look forward to doing more with you. Thank you so much. Of course, of course, Tushar. It was a pleasure. And I hope all our audience got uh, great insights from it. Thank you, everyone, for taking out time to tune in to the Startup Story podcast. This session is Mr. Tushar Kansal, founder of Consultancy Ventures. Thank you. Have a nice time. Thank you.